clinics, doctors, organizational skills. That's what we'll be covering today. Hey, y'all. Uh, that's Matthew over there. Uh, he knows a lot about family health care. You're listening to Final Thoughts. I'm Gabe Massingill, and this is episode 14 of season one. Thank you. Thank you for welcoming me into the podcast. Uh, first question uh, I have is, uh, can you describe uh, your senior capstone project? Well, basically, um, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to kind of organize these group of doctors at this clinic and staff, to be fair. Um, so basically what my thing, my thing does is it kind of modernizes, helps make it more, uh, more clear just makes everything more kind of oiling out the rusty old gears of their current system, so to speak. Like it's you, it, their current system is very outdated and doesn't really work well. While the new system, I think, would really kind of help, you know, just kind of increase the efficiency of their current way of storing supply uh, medical supplies and other stuff mm. and uh what first uh, got you interested in this work actually it's an interesting story because you know the person i'm working with is also my neighbor and i heard her when we were talking about capstone designs i was hearing her kind of complaining about losing all this equipment so it kind of got me the inspiration of you know thinking hey maybe I can do something about that. So, you know, we, I talked about it, tucked it over with a few people. And then, then I finally decided to try to, um, um, try to talk with her and we decided to do the, she decided to accept me in the project and things like that. So, you know, what really got me into it was that, but also just my general interest in supply, supply chain. I, as you know, my previous JHT was on medical delivery, and now this is about medical storage. Uh, and who is uh, who is the clinic? That, what was the clinic that you partnered with? Uh, family Healthcare. It's and, a uh, chain and clinic. What, what do they do? They will do majority of the time. They'll do general checkups, but they'll also do vaccinations, things like that. You know, just kind of general, um, general stuff. Like um, they'll check you. They'll do physicals. They'll do also, uh, they'll do um, just, you know, general checkups. They'll do, um, they're not like, a, it's not like an emergency clinic, but it's, um, it's just kind of, it's, you know, it's used, it's most, from what I've noticed, it's mostly, um, it's mostly non-emergency, but, you know, checkups kind of thing. Like, where are you going to get, you got to go to the doctor to see uh, if this mole on my back of my neck is cancer or something. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you describe uh, the code uh, you uh, you uh, you created uh, so, for family healthcare? Yeah, so I created this kind of code system, um, and I took the inspiration for it actually from you know how um, when you go to a hotel or any buildings with elevators, the first digit on it, the first digit is um, it's the floor number, so. The first floor is like a hundred and is a hundred. The second floor is 200, so on, so on. Um, so I took my inspiration from there, but basically it works kind of like that, except for with shelving. Um, 
So what it is, is that I take the rows and I take the columns and they have their own designation. Columns have a letter designation. So A to Z and rows have a number designation, which is like one, two, three, you know, so on. Um, and basically what they would do, what the code system would be, you would list down the, um, you would list down the, you would list down the first digit, which would be the column, and then you would do the row, but then there's this kind of special digit in, in case there, a column and row had more than one item. So the, the last digit on, would be the first item on the left, the first item on the left side would be one, last item on the right side would be the, would be the last number. And so on, so one, the first item on the left, one second would be two, so if I was in the first column in the first row or the bottommost row, oh, sorry, the topmost row, I would be A1. And then if I was on the far right side of that um, row, column and row, I would be like three. And does this help them uh, organize their inventory? Um, well, it doesn't do, well, organizing their inventory is part of it, but the bigger deal is compliance. Um, and the, pro the bigger problem, it, not, it does help with that a lot um, and things like that, but the real reason they can't keep track of their organized inventory is because of compliance. The doctor, doctor's going in, grabbing something, not listing it down, and then not knowing how much inventory they have. Um, mm -hmm. And because of that, I thought making it easier would increase compliance. Hmm. Yeah, and, and that's... Uh... And that's, that's what helped uh, it's the clinical staff. Uh, so what were some setbacks that you encountered? Oh, golly. Um, so, you know, there was, you know, I, the first time I tried to go it, the first, the first thing they told me what in was my first setback is I cannot go to the clinic, um, which was kind of tough because that means I had to do everything online for them and couldn't kind of, I couldn't do things there. Um, and it also required for them to have a bit more resp responsibility on their end, which caused a lot of problems too. Um, but the bigger, the, in that, in the main reason I couldn't go there was, was because of COVID. Um, and so another, and on top of that setback, because I couldn't do as much as I wanted to because of the limitation of not being able to go there, um, I had to rely on them some. and. The problem with front line on them is that one, they have they have to be kind of you know motivated um, to do it, and then they also and they also have to have the time. And because of COVID and because of a lot of different scenarios that happen, things like understaffed because of COVID, things like um, mostly because of COVID, everything's everything's wrong in this project because of COVID. Um, but it's just it was kind of like a domino effect, if you know what I mean. But, and I had trouble and they couldn't get really the stuff that I asked for done on their end. So that's really couldn't that. So I had, to, I did as much as I could and created a, a plan so they can do it on their own time when they want to. Um, and with knowing all that, uh, do you think uh, this project ultimately helped the clinic? I don't know. I, I think it does kind of 
well, I mean, I did do something for them. I did do as much as I could. And so I think kind of modernizing their way of listing of listing inventory. I did, digi I did put their inventory in a digital format instead of a paper format, which will allow for more easier access um, because you can do things like searches in a digital format. You can do um, algorithms in a digital format, which they won't do, but like you could if you wanted to. Um, you can do um, sorting and things like that in digital format. So I still, I still got that digital format in, which will be kind of, I guess, nice for them, but I feel like if they do do it, it'll help them a lot, but if it's really their decision. Um, and, you know, I can, I can suggest all I want, but at the end of the day, it's still, they get, they still get to choose what they want to do. And I really do think, um, that if they ever do look at it and do it, it'll really help them in the future. Okay. Uh, I think we've, uh, We've heard all about uh, your capstone project. Uh, it's time to end with the uh, the fast four. Uh, design thinking to you is blank. Well, I think design thinking is really about optimizing a solution so you can create a good product. Um, in a sense of how 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 well can I make this? I want to make. There's a problem. I got to find a solution for it. Let's and there's all these factors that can affect this solution. Things like that. So I really have to think. How do I how do I implement that um, in a very uh, in a very cost in a, a good matter without causing too much cost problems and things and all sorts of problems? Just really optimizing, trying to trying your best to optimize a solution in a in in a design in a design matter. Uh, what is something people often get wrong about classes in the honors college? Well, here's the thing about the Honors College. It's kind of its own little entity in, in its kind of way. I really think, really do think people sh should, uh, should understand the importance of a creative mind, which you can't really get out of school. Like if you go to, there's not, you can't really express creativity in a, in a logical manner in really any of your classes besides Honors College. I guess you could do an art, but you can't use like your research capabilities in art class um, or anything like that. It really provides a new opportunity um, and really it expects a creative thinking instead of, um, instead of providing you with tools. It allows you kind of to implement tools you've learned from other classes into this new creative process. The Honors College uh, asks you to lean into the seven mindsets. Uh, where do you think you've grown the most? I think I, I got into the empathize mindset because I had to, because I had to understand like, what were the doc doctors, what was the problem here? Like I had to empathize with a matter of fact that they, they don't really, it's taught, they don't have time. Their time is very limited. So empathizing with the fact, trying to make a simple solution that's easy to do without many, with, with that still is effective is, was what I need, what, that's kind of where I had to empathize with them in a sense with having limited time um, and empathizing with the fact that I, that they don't want to risk themselves with COVID and risk me with COVID and, um, and things like that. And uh, final question is uh, what's next for you? Well, my next, my next thing is try to get into, is trying to figure out what best, uh, trying to find the best college for me. 
and really trying to determine where, what I want to do with the rest of my life. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's about uh, the end of our podcast. Uh, don't forget, uh, you can hear uh, more about other uh, capstone design work uh, on, on the capstone design page when this comes out. Uh, and uh, this is, that's it. Uh, Till next time, uh, I'm Gabe Massengill, and uh, thank you for listening.